It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. Welcome to Golden Hour Adventures. Today, we have first-time podcaster, Gabby Sylvester. Uh, we met at the Brooks Run Happy Team uh, Hype Fest. I'm going to be bringing a bunch of people on because they all have awesome stories to tell. And so just buckle up and get ready because there's a bunch of them coming on. <laughs> I just, I, I use the, Robbie, I use the Hype Fest. I was going around like, hey, you want to do an interview? You want to do an interview? <laughs> <laughs> you probably have a cool story. You probably have a cool story. So uh, luckily, I, I think maybe they liked me. So they said yes, or just maybe I bugged them enough that they they said yes. And anyways, <laughs> who knows? But uh, we've had a couple on and we're going to have a couple more. So um, Gabby, welcome to the podcast. Hi guys. Happy to be here. Yeah. So you said before we came on that this is your first podcast. Yes, it's my first podcast. Are you excited? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, so um, we were uh, in California and we were sitting around and Gabby mentioned that she had done an Ironman and Robbie... Correct me if I'm wrong, but have we had an Ironman? I don't, I don't think so. Have. I don't think we've had an Ironman on. So you are going. I listened to the episode. I don't remember uh, the name. Though. We've done like. It was probably during one of my like 20 mile runs where I like zoned out. <laughs> maybe, we, I, maybe we have. Maybe we have. I don't know. To whoever we had on that we was an Ironman, I apologize. So <laughs> I know we had some triathletes on, but I don't know if we've had an Ironman. But... Maybe it was just a triathlete. Oh, um. Oh. Yeah, we did. I remember now. I'm sorry. I apologize. You're our <laughs> second Iron Man. <laughs> okay, that's, cool. that's incredible. Oh, stuff. and David, David, he was an Iron Man too. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, yeah. David was a three-time All-American. So that's uh oh, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna put your episode right behind his. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like next. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's great. Um so you're primarily a runner. You primarily um, triathlete. Yes. Or do you so, just do both? Um, so both. Um, I started out as quote unquote just a runner. Yeah, um, just a runner. I, I started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started running like five years ago, um, and then I did a couple marathons. And my physical therapist said casually is like, "Yeah, I just did a couple marathons." You know <laughs> what marathons? So. I initially started running because I wanted to go to Disney. I know that sounds really weird, but like no, it really does not at all. I want to go do <laughs> Disney Marathon myself. So, oh my gosh, ten out of ten, highly recommend. Like, do they have Disney Ultra because I think I'd like that more. <laughs> well, okay, so what I do is typically called the Dopey Challenge, mm. and it's a five k, ten k, half, and full. Like, yeah, but I'd want to do it all in one day. Back to back days. Well, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> the Disney Ultra. It's, the it's coming. Ultra. I guarantee you, it's coming. Mark Maybe? my words, the next couple of years, they will have Disney Ultra. They'll have a 50K. That'd be cool. I would I sign up for Ultra then. They would have a 50K. <laughs> it's coming. The sport is growing so big that it, it's coming. Yeah. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to go to Disney and like, so I signed up to run the marathon or, and then I signed up to run the Dopey Challenge, which was that four races in four days. And I'm like, well, why am I going to train all this if I'm not even going to get to see like what I can actually do in a standalone marathon. Mm-hmm. So then I signed up for another marathon before the Dobie challenge. <laughs> and Which one was that one? Uh, the Columbus, Ohio marathon. Okay. So it's close to us, like three hours from where I live. Um, and I did that one. And then I pretty much regretted every decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but then I fell in love with it somehow. <laughs> it was it like, weird? like you. Huh? You go out there and you suffer and you're like, ah, oh, this is kind of great. Yeah. Like <laughs> I did it and I'm like, okay, like, what did I just do? Do I actually want to do that again? And then like a day later, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that again. That's like, awesome. okay. <laughs> so, um, that was kind of like how all that started. And then like, once you get into like the Disney running, it's like, no one cares about times. Like it's not competitive. Like there are people who are competitive, but it's about, costumes and meeting characters and like riding a roller coaster in the middle of a marathon like what yeah like it's insane like the roller coaster is literally open and you can jump on it and ride it in the middle of the marathon 
get out of here. That's like, awesome. Yeah. So like, no, like, I don't want to say no one. Cause like there are people who do care about times, but the majority of people are there to have the most fun you can have. Like you run through the castle, like you run through the parks when there's no one there, like, cause the race starts at five in the morning. So the parks aren't yeah. even open yet, but all the runners are allowed to run through it. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like my big, like fall in love with the run. <laughs> I've heard the Disney, I've had a couple of friends that have run, you know, one of the Disney's uh, there's a couple mm -hmm. Disney marathons or half marathons that, yeah. um, that are out there. And, I, and I've heard that they're just like, they do so well mm -hmm. at running the marathon, you know, yeah. as far as like, they have all the characters out there and just, just everything that they have is great. There's I, almost I no think. dead spots. Like really? if there's like you're an empty stretch of highway, there's a DJ there pumping you up. There's um like old attractions like on the side of the road like it's insane like they the way that they use the space is incredible mm -hmm. um so yeah I did that um and I've kind of done like the Disney marathon every year since <laughs> oh cool every single year so for five years you've done the Disney yeah so this this coming January will be my fifth Disney marathon how do you get into the Disney marathon because I've heard you have to like hit the button the second that it comes out do you get it like a secret so insight or something? <laughs> no, it's literally luck. So, or I mean, like I, you, you would laugh. Like I would have three laptops up with multiple browsers <laughs> and like yeah, my friends are on, like, we're all like texting each other. Like, okay, like my cues have like a five minute wait to get in a 20 hour, 20 minute wait. And then this one says over an hour, like, and then if I get myself in, then I go back in and get one of my girlfriends in. Like it's that's so crazy. And like, if you don't like, they sell out within the hour. So if you're like not if you're not in that, you're 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 lost. Not necessarily because they do open back up from time to time, and like, there's like this app that'll like tell you when they open back up, like if you sign up with it. Um, so you can get lucky and get in otherwise, but it's like it is balls to the wall, like stressful. <laughs> okay. So uh, the listeners are like scratching at their heads right now. What's the app? And like, <laughs> you got to explain this stuff. Cause yeah. my wife has been wanting to run the Disney marathon for years. And let me help you. <laughs> <laughs> well, explain the process. <laughs> you just go like, they'll tell you. So it's tip. It's so far in advance that you have to sign up. Like we signed up in, I think April of last year for January this oh. year. Okay. Yeah. So like you have to be on the ball. Um, but this is, so if you ever heard of telegram, so there's this guy who found this algorithm that like can alert you when the things like when the events pop back up. So like, like earlier today is this October 27th, the marathon opened back up for like two minutes and sold back out. <laughs> So like, it'll tell you like when it opens up and then it'll send you another one. Like, Oh, it's sold out again. No way. Yeah. That's cool. It's just called so, telegram. The app is it's on telegram. So telegram is like an app that people can sign up with. And then his thing is run Disney alerts. Okay. So if you download the telegram app and then download the run Disney or like follow the run Disney alerts, that's kind of what it to do. So okay. this okay. year's going to be really cool. Cause we're on the insights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Disney world to Disneyland challenge this January. So I'm doing dopey to Dumbo. So it's a 5k, 10k half and full the first weekend in January. I come home for like a day and a half. And then I fly out to California to do a half or a 5k, 10k and half at Disneyland. Oh, that's super cool. <laughs> so all my girlfriends are doing it. Like it's, I don't know how we're going to be alive at the end of this, but <laughs> that's a lot of miles in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's probably not even two weeks. It's probably just a, what, a couple days. Yeah. Well, I think it's nine days. Yeah. That's a lot of miles in nine days. That's good. That's know. awesome. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. So how did you transition from Disney to triathlon? Yes. Or was there more marathons in there in the middle or? Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got into Chicago. Um, okay. through the lottery one year, it was 2021. Um, and the Chicago marathon was six days before my wedding. Oh, wow. So I did it. And like, I ran through the streets of Chicago. I wore a veil for the marathon. 
I PR'd, like it was like an incredible race. It was so much fun. Yeah. And then, um, but while I was training for Chicago, I had like hip pains and stuff. So I, naturally I went, well, naturally I went to a PT mm -hmm. and she got me all like straightened out and she's like a local girl. She's known, she has like a, like a sports rehab facility and she is an Ironman herself. So like she understands, um, athletes, um, and her name's Caitlin Sapp. She like is a, a badass. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but <laughs> go for it. Say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> she like, she's been to Kona. I don't know if you guys know what that means. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. a world champion Ironman. Like she won her age division, like has placed top three in several Ironman. And she's like a local girl here. And she was treating me for my hip. I'm like, okay, this is so cool. Like I was asking about her Ironman tattoo. Like I wanted to know all of the things. And then after that, she was a coach or she is a coach. So I'm like, okay, like after I'm done with Chicago, kind of want to do an Ironman. Like what's the next thing I want to cross off? <laughs> hey, so, first I got to, I need to go back a little bit. Did you look oh, yeah, down yeah. the aisle after Chicago or? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did get married. Yes. <laughs> you got married. Uh, yeah. Yes. The, the, <laughs> so yes. Dad, after, did your dad um, have to slow Chicago, down? Six days later tiny, we got married. <laughs> Did your dad have to slow down a little bit when he was escorting you down the aisle? <laughs> no, like, thankfully I was fully recovered. Like I got a okay. massage in between, like everything was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you wear running shoes? I didn't. I wore boots because we got married in a barn. Oh, cool. But um, yeah, but <laughs> it was still a really cool experience. Um, like I've never heard more people yelling like, runaway bride in the middle of like a <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 I'm actually getting married. Like, I'm not running away. <laughs> That's like, even I crossed the finish line of Chicago and the announcer, like, on the top, like, like, like goalpost looking thing. They were like, oh my gosh, we have to know what's the veil. And I turned around and I'm like, I'm getting married in six days. She's like, all right, we're all invited. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you got to feed 50,000 people. Yeah. Like, oh boy. <laughs> So, yeah, so then I got married and then I wanted to do an Ironman. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. So you, I'm assuming you hired your PT to be your coach? I did, yes. So I hired my PT. Um, we How intimidating to have a professional athlete as your coach, right? That's kind of. Um, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't intimidating. It was empowering. Yeah. Like knowing that, like, I know this girl is going to be able to tell me what to do to get to the finish line. Like. I know she knows what to do. It's just yeah. a matter of me doing what she tells me to do. Yeah. Um, so she, we worked together for almost a year. And the strange part was I didn't even know how to swim when I signed up for the Ironman. <laughs> no way. Like I knew how to swim. Yeah. 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 But, I didn't but there is a difference. There, there yeah. is a difference. Yeah. Like I could swim to like keep myself alive, Yeah. but I didn't know how to swim for time for or two like miles. Yeah, 2.4. Or 2.4. Yeah. Even worse. Yeah. So <laughs> it was almost a whole nother mile. <laughs> <laughs> so she helped me hire a girl to like teach me how to swim properly okay. with like form and everything. And I got in with a really good like group of people where we would swim like two to three times a week together. Um, because group accountability is like 10 out of 10 amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> so um Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. What were you... I was just going to say, what it, what was the time requirements um, from like a marathon training plan to a, did you have a coach for a marathon for your marathons or did you? Yeah. Okay. And um, so were, were the time differences just outrageous from training for a marathon as opposed to training for a triathlon? Yeah. So, I mean, for a typical, have you ever done a marathon like straight out? Uh, Yes, I've done two. Okay. So like, you know, a typical marathon training plan is like 16 weeks, mm -hmm. 16 to 18 weeks. The time to train for an Ironman, like was almost a year. Oh my gosh. Like that she recommended, like my coach recommended. She said she could get me there in less than a year, mm -hmm. but like she wanted to have an entire year with me, which she didn't have quite an entire year. Cause I signed up in December and my race is in September. Okay. So I had about three fourths of a year with a coach training me from start to finish. 
Yeah. Granted, it might be better if you actually knew how to swim beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. It might bit. be less of a training cycle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it was it was kind of insane, and it was seven days a week doing something. Oh, no days off, day. no breaks, huh? Um, from time to time, there were days off, but a lot of the time, like my swimming days would be like my rest days. Hmm. So, I guess it is low impact and it, I could see that. Yeah. And like, there was just so much to, to do. Cause like, I knew I, I like, I biked, like I had a good bike already. So like, um, and my husband's a big biker, so like he would bike with me. Okay. Um, but it was, how do you go from maybe an average 20 mile bike ride when you do it to 112 miles. It's insane. <laughs> That's insane. I think the longest I've ridden on a bike is like 20 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think at the time, like when I signed up for the triathlon, like that was about the longest I did. I may have done 25 and I probably cussed my husband out the whole time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you got to work and made it happen. <laughs> awesome. So you did a half Ironman in the middle training yes. so, as kind of just like a training run for, uh, for the full. Yeah. So I, so we started in December working Wait, together. Before I, before I get canceled on from all the iron Ironman people, uh, is it, is it full Ironman and half Ironman? Cause it like the full marathon, like what is a full marathon? <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, full uh full Ironman and a half Ironman, you could okay. say it that, or um full Ironman and a 70.3 is a half. Okay. Like so, but you're not wrong by saying half Ironman. Like I don't want all my Ironman people to be like <laughs> getting all these emails like it's not a half Ironman, it's not a full Ironman, it's just Ironman and 70.3. <laughs> I don't know my terminology. <laughs> so um, I started in December training and then in May I did, I think May, April, May. Yeah. May I did, um, a half Ironman. I did 70.3 Chattanooga in Tennessee, which was beautiful. Um, and that at that time I had only had one open water swim cause it was so cold outside. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask so, you training in Ohio that had to have been rough. Yeah. So i all of my swims up until that point were primarily in the pool, like mm. at the local, um, Y essentially. Yeah. Um, and like, it was okay. Like it prepared me as much as it could. And then I did one open water swim with my wetsuit on to like, make sure I was comfortable in it. Um, and that it actually fit cause I just bought it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when they're I, not cheap either. So if it didn't fit, you're like, oh, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was pricey. Ironman itself is just pricey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I hundred percent agree with that statement. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I remember getting to Chattanooga, jumping in the water and forgetting everything. Like <laughs> I forgot how to swim. Like I thought I was drowning. The people in the kayaks next to me were like, are you okay? Do you need help? Like, <laughs> no, I think I'm okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, but somehow I figured it out and I got with it. And luckily um, Chattanooga is a downstream swim. So like, it's a point to point. You don't have to like go in like oh, that's cool. or anything. So is it in a I river? as my first one, like the swim was going to be fairly easy. Um, and if you look it up, like Chattanooga, they say the swim is the one of the easiest swims on mm. the Ironman circuit, just because it's downstream. And if you can catch a draft, like you're gone. Taking notes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I end up doing, what was it like? A, what is it? A 1.2? I'll end up be doing like a five because I'll catch that draft and be gone. Like, <laughs> what happened? Where's everybody at? <laughs> Swimming back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's so easy. They lengthen it. So it was a 1.4 mile swim for uh, that. So it was technically like a 70 point four or 70.5 or something like that. Um, so I got on the bike, everything was good. I don't remember that being too eventful. And the run was just hilly and hot because it was May and it was like 90 degrees. But I remember finishing that feeling like super like accomplished, but also thinking like, how am I going to do double that? <laughs> <laughs> My husband just walked in. <laughs> yeah, no worries. 
<laughs> they want you on this podcast later. Me? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, a dog came in too. <laughs> yeah. We don't edit anything out, so they're going to be in the podcast. Oh, geez. Okay, so, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's how no, that's how yeah, the platform a, works. I don't edit this. It's real. <laughs> real conversation. <laughs> That's one, um, that's one thing we like to highlight is the people that, you know, have families and lives and still lives, and do yeah. cool things. So relatable dog, dogs barking and <laughs> husbands coming in. That's, that's normal. So <laughs> okay. trust me, <laughs> it's, not, it's not out of the ordinary. Uh, definitely not. Um, so anyway, you got out of, uh, you got out of, um, you finished the 70.3. Um, yep. I'm assuming that your confidence was like, through the roof on that and you were just like also how am I going to do this but yes it's amazing yeah. that good to know that I was able to do it yeah 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 so then we just kept training and went on to the full meanwhile like side note my husband's a professional monster truck driver so we were traveling every weekend so my long bike rides on the weekend were typically done in hotel rooms on mm. a train <laughs> that's fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like that how she just threw that in there. Hey, my husband's a uh, professional monster truck driver, <laughs> <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to like say that without it being like weird. <laughs> <laughs> so you would, I guess that would be kind of sketch going to these places that you don't really know and getting out and trying to do, I don't know what the training plans are for riding a bike, but upwards to a hundred miles training yeah you I mean you only did one century ride or at least in my training plan I only did one century ride okay but a lot of your training was in a hotel room then I did many uh, three and four hour rides on a trainer Mm. in between two hotel room beds like (laughs) watching a tv (laughs) oh my gosh that's crazy (laughs) see people you can get it done there is where there's a will there is a way that's oh yeah that's what that tells me (laughs) so well, anyway, walk us through it. Walk us through the... Uh, yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, let me call him real quick. He's got to go get the dog. Okay. So, um, so we get to the full Ironman and, um, I, it rained the whole day. No. Okay. First off, where was it at? So, oh yeah. So it was in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, so, and so it it was really cool. It was like, they did the (laughs) 70.3. Seriously, don't worry about it. (laughs) Okay. They're out in the other room now. (laughs) Um, so they did the 70.3 the day before on Saturday and it was beautiful weather. It was perfect. Like the 70.3ers were like over the moon. So happy. And then on Sunday was our full and it started raining at probably four in the morning and I crossed the finish line and it was still raining mm. at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I did the whole 140.6 miles, 13 and a half hours is how long it took me in the rain. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What is the, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what is the cutoff on that? Is it 18 hours is the cutoff? Um, is it 18? It, it's either 17 or 18. I would have to look it up. I don't remember. You're way, way under the cutoff. Yeah. But it wasn't like, my time wasn't great. Like it was, I was just happy to finish. I think your finishes. I think your time was amazing because <laughs> I've never done a 13 hour Ironman. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm mind blown. I don't know what the I'm I'm hearing that the cutoff is 18 hours and you did it in 13. So you beat the cutoff by five I did it 15 hours. 15 and a half. 15, oh, 15. and a half. Okay. So you, you beat it by three hours. So yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. but um so coming from someone who like didn't know how to swim or anything the swim was my favorite part of that raid where where was the swim it was in a lake or it wasn't a lake um and it was like you get in and you do like a rectangle you swim around like a rectangle like twice and then you swim out 
Okay. Um, and it was, that was the warmest I was all day was in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the bike, I would imagine that the, the bike in the run was pretty flat being in Wisconsin. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> there was 6,000 feet of elevation on the bike. Wow. Uh, for 112 miles. So like, it wasn't like over the course, it was like, okay, but like, I was not prepared for the hills, like at all. <laughs> yeah. But I made it. I never got off the bike, like, oh, or walked up a hill or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really proud of that. Um, they had aid stations every 15 miles. So I would stop at every aid station and just like, give myself a break, try to warm my hands up. Cause my hands were freezing, eat a bit, like a half a banana. Like I was so sick of bananas because I ate so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of my, fuel do they have in an Ironman? Oh, it's, I mean, it's not like what I heard ultras is, but like in the running world, like first marathons. So they would do um, like Gatorade, water tent. They would have Fig Newtons, potato chips, pretzels, Coca-Cola, Martin gels, bananas, and then another water and another Gatorade tent. Like the aid stations were like a quarter mile, if not more longer, like really? it was, it was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, and then like, especially on the bike, they had people like, so if you didn't even want to get off your bike, they had people like they would run with you and like hand you your banana or hand you your Gatorade, like what? as you were going. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool. I can imagine like running these people over as you're riding by. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> <where> it happens. <laughs> That's it. I'm, I'm just, not volunteering anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done being a nice person. <laughs> I would just get my money's worth at Martin's. Jeez. <laughs> right? Yeah. I like stuff your back with Martin's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I need five. I need five. Each day. I had a Rice Krispie oh, treat the other day. That thing was phenomenal. That would be good on a run. Yeah, it was really good. I To be fair, I didn't eat it on a run. I came home from work, sat on the couch and ate it. So... <laughs> <laughs> but it was still good yeah I, you know i might have to buy some more and try them on a run <laughs> but then once you got to the run they also added in um, warm chicken broth that you oh, could nice. drink and that was my life saver on the run part well if you'd like aid stations let me introduce you to this term called ultra. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, you posted that picture of your the belt buckle the other day or something, or you talked about a belt. Like, now I want one. I am yeah, so yeah. influenced by bling and medals, and I I could definitely see myself signing up for one just to like, get a belt buckle. <laughs> oh, stop it. Don't do that. <laughs> belt buckles are so cool. I don't know why. Yeah, here's mine right here. <laughs> we love our belt buckles yeah and we wear yes. them wear your belt buckles people don't put them under the bed i probably wouldn't wear them i'd probably hang them up on my wall somewhere well at least you display them we have people yeah. on here that are like yeah we just uh i don't know where they are they're in a drawer somewhere or something and i'm like what oh, those are like prized possessions like you earned them yeah I guess that's kind of how I feel about medals. Like, I mean, I keep all the medals from the races, but like, I don't really, I don't care don't too much about the medals. I do display them. No, I display them. Oh, okay. I, just, I, okay. I, I don't care too much about them. The buckles are more what I care about. Well, that's more of like your heart and soul is the ultra running. And yeah, I mean, we get medals for the, for the shorter ultras, the 50 mile and down. They, that's typically what they give is, uh, is medals. So, so I do have ultra metal. to get a belt buckle. Um, typically a hundred K is what you have to run to get a belt buckle. I would Which say how many miles? 62. And then um, obviously all hundred miles usually get buckles, but I wouldn't say all hundred K's get buckles, but it's starting to become a popular thing. Um, so if I really want to earn one, I would have to do a hundred miles. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that at all. I think that <laughs> if you run a ultra marathon, you are an ultra marathoner. Yeah. And um, I think that you will appreciate a hundred mile buckle more than a hundred K buckle. I'll say that. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to diminish a buckle. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not what any, I meant. Yeah, I no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I've, I've had conversations with 
people and they probably listen to this podcast and they'll be like, oh, I remember you said that, you know, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All I said was there is a difference in someone who runs a 50K as an ultramarathoner and someone who runs a hundred mile. That's all I've said. And There's that's, a difference in those distances. That sparked big, big conversation. <laughs> so. Um, so when is your next, uh, when's your next Ironman? I don't have one signed up for yet. Mm. Um, I just got a new bike, so I'm going to have to sign up for one now. <laughs> now do you have the fancy bike where you like lay down on it and you like have electronic shifters with your thumbs and that type of stuff uh that's the one i just got or i just ordered <laughs> okay so did you do your first one on your 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 standard um road bike um i don't know if it's necessarily like a standard it's a it's a pretty nice road bike but it's not like what you consider a time trial bike really um it's more of like a i don't know if gravel bike bike's the right term i'm not great on my bike terms, but it like, it has like, we put the arrow handlebars on it. Like it didn't have those. Yeah. Um, it's like all carbon fiber. So like, it's a really nice bike and it got me through the race. Thankfully no pop tires. Cause there was a lot of people with like pop tires and it was, it was insane mainly because of the weather and everything. Yeah. And then all the roads were like washed in, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a good bike. I mean, I still have it. I'm not going to sell it or anything. I'll keep it for um, riding on roads when they're not that nice, but yeah. So, but overall, I remember with my Ironman, there was 264 females who finished Wow! after awesome. everything. Cause just so many people dropped from that race because the conditions were so horrible. Yeah. Is, is that, is that typically, is that a big number? I mean, I, I I'm thinking 264 is quite a bit number. I, I don't know, but yeah, like how so many I started, say, you know, like <laughs> I could. Okay. So it's been over a year, so I could have these numbers wrong, but I want to <laughs> 1900 people started or signed up for the race. When we got to the start line, 1600 people started. And then by the time we finished, I want to say there were like a thousand people who finished. Oh, wow. That's a big dropout rate. Just because of, and that's not typical. Like it was just the conditions, the yeah. day, and don't quote me on all those numbers, people, but they were right around those numbers um, <laughs> in over a year since I did that race. But I do remember it was less than 300 females who finished the race. That's awesome. Well, congrats on that. That's great. Thank you. <laughs> Trust me out of the four people, my wife, my mom, um, Robbie's mom, and probably your mom, no one's going to go look those numbers up. So I think you're safe. <laughs> So, um, I remember getting off the bike and just thinking like, I'm going to finish it mainly because I got to the run, which the run was my favorite part. And most people would be like, dang, I still have a marathon to run. And I was like, yes, I have running to go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know for the runners, you're like, oh yeah, heck yeah. I got to go. I get to go run now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get off this stupid bike. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I, I can imagine. Yeah. Cause you probably are absolutely fed up with the bike by the time you're done with the bike. My butt hurts so bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to put it. Like your butt just hurts so bad after being on the bike for that long. Like I think I turned pedals for eight hours. Oh my gosh. Think of just like a whole work day or like a typical, like nine to five work day where you're just, I was just turning pedals. <laughs> yeah. What, what, um, did you have to, um, tailor your expectations to the um because of the conditions yeah so I mean I didn't really have like a good idea of what I was going what I was capable of um I mean like I could have gone off of my half but like so what they say like for a half or at least what my coach said was like take your half time multiply it by two and add an hour and that's what you typically would do your full Ironman in okay and mine was like Carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like an hour more than that. So okay, it could have just it could have been weather conditions. Well, I, mean, I imagine, I'm not, yeah, I imagine weather has a lot to do with everything. Yeah, but like honestly, I was just happy to finish. Like that was my biggest thing. Like it was my first one. Like I didn't even know if I could finish. Like with the weather, but like I, you just had to keep talking th positive thoughts and yeah. 
it all ended up good though. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Congrats on that. That's great. Looks like you, uh, you're, you're over the, the kind of like, not the fear, but like all the pain <laughs> and everything. So you're like, you need to sign up for another one and just yeah get out there maybe you'll have uh even worse conditions this time <laughs> that's how i am i swear i sign up for a race and it's like oh my gosh how is it going to be over 100 today or what how, oh no. how hot are we going to get it <laughs> so well what happened was okay so i jumped out of triathlons and went back into running so i signed up for another marathon i did the flying pig in may and i don't know if you heard about anything of the flying pig but that was name, a but i don't know anything about it Okay. So that was in Cincinnati, Ohio. Cause I'm from Ohio. Um, so it was like four hours for me because it was the other end of Ohio. That race was a torrential downpour. They probably should have canceled it. They pulled us from the course for a good five minutes at least. Um, it was, it was insane. Like, what is it with marathons and canceling? I've seen a lot of that recently. I don't know. I, I mean, mean they- if you had an ultra and it was raining, they'd be like, okay <laughs> snowing all right just keep okay. going snowing like <laughs> and <laughs> well, this was like lightning thunder like and we cross bridges so like cincinnati's down on the kentucky ohio border so you run into you cross over the ohio river on a bridge going into kentucky do a mile or two in kentucky and then cross back over another metal bridge oh okay while there was thunder and lightning yeah. so like it was kind of unsafe yeah but, they ordered a shelter in place in the middle of the race. Everyone thought it was canceled. It wasn't. And then like they pulled us from the course and then we jumped back in and somehow we finished. Wow. That's cool. The yeah. Flying pig. Yeah. That's a big one, isn't it? I've, I think mm-hmm. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty, it's a pretty big one. I mean, it's obviously not a world major or anything, yeah. but like there's, I have no idea how many thousands of people do it, but it's, it's a fairly big one in the country. Cool. Cool. And you just recently ran a marathon yesterday, right? Yesterday. Yes. I did um, the Indianapolis Monumental Marathon. Thanks to Brooks Running and the Run Happy team. (laughs) 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 Um, And yeah, I PR'd at that one. I got my first sub four marathon. Congrats. Um, Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, The weather was finally good for a race because my last two goal races were a washout <laughs> <laughs> but um, Robbie she would smoke us neither one of us have a sub four marathon so you know smoke us yeah <laughs> no um but yeah it was it was a great race um hard fought and it was it was it was really good what was special about uh about that marathon um so I went into it going for a sub four. And and like, I remember starting running like five years ago thinking like that was not something ever on my radar. I never thought I was ever going to be able to do sub four. Um, and then somehow like my running coach, which is different from my triathlon coach. Um, she, she had it in my mind that like the way I was training, we were training for a sub four, like, and everything just clicked that day. Like I wasn't sure. Like I, I went in confident, but you know, you know how race day is like you yep. train as much as you can. And then just everything has to come together at the right time in the right place. 100%. Um, and then saying like, I, that was the first one I actually said out loud. Like my goal is sub four, like I've never like said that. So like, I just kind of like manifested it, you know, nice. <laughs> nice. I like it. So, um, what was really cool was like my husband, got on his bike and he rode around the city and he saw me probably 10 times throughout the course. So oh, that was that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That was really encouraging um, to see his face, like videoing me going down the course. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so you had to like pretend and put a smile on, but <laughs> <laughs> you're doing so good. <laughs> was there any cool signs out there? I always love the signs I see at, at races. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of some of them. Like there's always the typical ones like worst parade ever. And yeah, those um, are the best. Better than the I, government. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I've only run, I've only run two and one of them was a trail. So it. They didn't oh, really so you happen. didn't even get spectators. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. The, the ones I've run have been very small. So. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't run a big, big one. 
<laughs> so my coach has run the indie marathon twice and she said like it's her favorite one I thought it it was a little boring I don't know it was because like the crowd support wasn't really out there yesterday but it rained up until 7 a.m and then the race started at 8 a.m so I don't know if the weather kind of like deterred people from like going out um, but there was one specific part of the course it was probably mile 16 or 17 where there was this um like just the street and it looked like everybody from the houses came out and they were tailgating. They had a live band playing, like they were dancing in the streets. It was confetti. It was everything that you needed right at the right time. Like it was so cool. Yeah. So you got to sing and dance while you're running and, or at least I did. I don't know about anyone else, but (laughs) just singing and dancing her way to a PR. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the best ones. The ones where you're actually, you're not actually, but you're having fun and you're just out there like, doing your thing and boom yeah. PR. yeah those are my favorite so i mean it was, overall it was a great race um i've but i've done a lot of races like chicago crowd support was 10 yeah. out of 10 like there's nothing can or at least nothing that i have done can compare to that one yeah. like i've heard like new york's really similar but like i've never done new york um but yeah so in my eyes the crowd support was a little lacking on this marathon but it had its patches it had its good points um but yeah it was, I'm still processing it, but <laughs> it was a great race. <laughs> well, congrats on their, your PR. That's awesome. Thank you. Is, so, that the, is that the course you get to run on the racetrack? No. So that's, I, I believe it's the Indy Mini. Um, okay. That one's in the spring and it's a half marathon. I believe. Oh, okay. Um, but that one, like I saw them at the expo, I grabbed on the pamphlets cause that one looks really cool too. Yeah. That'd be super neat just to go out there and run on the track. That'd be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is something we asked some of our guests and we are, we're, we're pulling you for it. Okay. Cause I feel like you'll answer <laughs> <laughs> and you got it. You got to You got to give us something that's good. You can't just be like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. No, you got to give us something good. You got to think okay. back through all your training, your Ironmans, your marathons, something that you've done that's super embarrassing. You have to tell us here on the podcast. And uh, trust me, think- we've we've had we've had it all. So <laughs> it's gonna be tough to tough to beat, but I mean, okay, so most people would be embarrassed by this, but if you ask anyone who does an Ironman, you pee yourself in the race. Like yeah. It just okay. happens. So like, we had another, we had another Iron Man on, and she told us the same thing. She's like, she went into detail about it. It was super funny. <laughs> so I mean, you're on the bike for six. Oh, you're on like the whole thing for like 16 hours. Like, of course you're gonna have to go to the bathroom. Like, and typically, like not everybody, you wear like a one-piece suit. Yeah. So, like, who wants to peel that entire thing off every time you have to go to the bathroom? Like. So you just, you just go. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> there's an, <laughs> there's another thought that comes to mind. It's uh, I'm not taking a dump in that suit. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so if you have to like, personally, when I had to do that, I, I, I took one for the team and I stripped down in a porta potty and I did, <laughs> did what I had to do. Took one for the team. Can you imagine yeah. just like spraying everybody behind you? <laughs> Because it's going to hit no, the tire. So like, if you were, like, if I was on the bike, like, it's a talent if you could actually pee on the bike. Mm-hmm. I could not. So, like, I would get to the aid station. I would grab, like, one of the sport top water bottles. And I would, like, pull off to the side, get off my bike, do my thing, squirt myself down, get back on the bike, and keep going. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad you're it's open It's just an Iron that, Man though. thing. <laughs> what about when you were in the water? Because we, uh, the other triathlete we had. Uh, she yeah. was saying, you don't want to, uh, you want to hold your breath in the water. <laughs> yeah. So everyone told me like, right before you get out of the water, you're supposed to pee yourself. <laughs> I forgot to, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also like that kind of sounds kind of gross, like peeing yourself in your wetsuit. Cause then they have, or at least at my race, they had wetsuit strippers which you're not supposed to call them that, but I like calling them strippers. Um, what, what? Just call them peelers. Oh, peelers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Proper terminology here. Yeah. Strippers is way better. Yeah. But I think they got like 
a slap on the wrist for calling them strippers. Um, so they have to start calling them peelers. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as you, you're running out of transition or to transition, like there's these people that like, literally like you pull your arms up, they strip your wetsuit down, you get on your butt, they peel them off your legs. Like, could you imagine like how many people they had to touch is like their pee? Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause your pee stays in there. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it could run out, but like your suit's kind of absorbent on the inside. Yeah. That's <laughs> weird. So, okay. I, I don't know this and this is kind of a different, uh, something different. So you wear your, your wetsuit and then you have your triathlon suit underneath that. Yeah. You have your kit on underneath. Oh, see, I just assumed that you just, I, this is how dumb I am. I just assume you just rode in the whole thing. Like you just had one suit the whole time. I, I didn't know there was. Uh, you separate... can't. So if the temperature is too high to wear a wetsuit, which I, it's 70 something, like I believe it's like 75 degrees. If the water's above that, um, you're not allowed to wear a wetsuit or it's wetsuit optional, which oh, okay. if you choose to wear it, then you're not eligible for age group awards or anything like that. Cause it um, does like you do float a little bit with it. Right. Yeah. So anytime you get the chance to wear a wetsuit, like take it like in a race. Um, yeah. cause it, it just, you glide better and you like, I don't know if you necessarily float, but like you're just more buoyant in a wetsuit. Um, so luckily both of my races were both wetsuit legal, um, okay. just barely, but they were, Oh, cool. And then, um, so, but if it's not wetsuit legal, you just wear your tri kit the whole race. Got you. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so it's partially right, but I just thought you just, I didn't know. <laughs> I had seen those people taking stuff off and I'm like, what are they taking off? But, yeah. The wetsuit, which Maybe I mean, I'm... you can change, like there's nothing against that says you can't, it just eats up more time in transition. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Look at this educating me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, since we're talking about wetsuits and uh, different gear, what is, uh, what kind of gear are you using? For triathlons? Yeah, everything. Oh, triathlon, boy. running, go for it. <laughs> Everybody wants to know head to toe, nutrition, all type of stuff. Well, all my gear is typically Brooks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so I guess shoes wise, I wear the ghosts a lot, Brooks okay. Ghosts. And um, I've recently taken a liking to the Brooks Adrenalines. Okay. So I have those, um, my triathlon kits are just typically custom kits that I make with my name on them off of like oh, nice. a website. <laughs> um, my bike is now the one I just ordered is a diamond, which is really cool. Um, it's a lesser known brand, but they're all American made and everything. So that's really cool. Nice. Um, gels I'm still trying to figure out lately. I was like a cliff shot gel person. Um, and I still would love to be, but, um, they discontinued my favorite flavor. Oh no. I, I love when they do that. Lime. Yeah. I hate when they do that. Um, I cannot do like chocolate gels or no. vanilla gels to me. It's just warm pudding. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Especially like after seven hours on the bike. You're just oh, like, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everything has to be fruity. Um, so this past race I did SIS. Um, the lemon lime or the citrus, whichever mm. one I have both of them, but whichever one had the caffeine in it is the one I took. Um, and then the goo salted watermelon, which was really good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have had that one. That one's not terrible. Yeah. I can have one, like one goo in a year and that's about it, but really, yeah, <laughs> don't you lose it all? No, no. Well, I guess not you guys have like gourmet meals at your aid station. <laughs> So. That is, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> we go to an aid station if they, the just have, like, if they just have candy and Cokes and chips and cookies and crackers. We're like, what the heck? Where's the, where's the person in the back? Where's the quesadillas? Yeah, where's my steak? Oh, they all have quesadillas, but where's the steaks and pancakes and bacon? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the syrup. Yeah. I kind of want to do an ultra just like for the aid stations. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's I mean that's the whole reason I do them. But. <laughs> it's a running buffet. That's all we do. It is a running buffet with breaks of running. <laughs> Some are better than others, but no, that's for sure. Yeah, that's shout out to Tay Australia. They know how to do it for sure. So, um, 
another question we always ask our guests is uh, who is somebody we should have on the podcast that's from your network? Doesn't have to be running or triathlon based. Uh, just someone that has a cool story that would be awesome to have on. My husband. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> we did not tell her to say that. <laughs> no, unsponsored. <laughs> No, he's got a really cool story. He's a professional monster truck driver and um, has been an independent owner operator for almost 20 years. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we're definitely going to have him on. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) We screwed up and uh, we have to go back and apologize to all of our triathletes that we've had on prior to you. But um, I think I can for sure say that he's our first monster truck driver. (laughs) I'm very confident. He's also years. an athlete too. Okay. All right. Awesome. So we I, did, um, we actually did a half Ironman relay earlier this year. What? I didn't know yeah. that existed. Yeah, me either. Yeah. So not full Ironmans. You can't do those as relays, or at least not right now. Maybe in the future, they might change that hopefully. Um, Cause he doesn't like swimming or running at all. He, but he loves biking. So we did Ironman Ohio 70.3 um, where I swam, he biked and I ran. What? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's a beast of a biker. Like he yeah. mountain bikes, BMX is like, he's all that kind of stuff. Like. That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Gabby, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, thanks where, for having me. Yeah. Where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Gab Sylvester. Just Gab Sylvester. Yep. Just Gab Sylvester. <laughs> awesome. Cool. We'll link up to her and follow her, all of her uh, cool running and triathlon um reels and posts that she puts out thanks guys yep thank you